Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. 
Good evening, wherever y'all in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for any of my co-hosts or my guests that be on this broadcast, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com. Or you can give me a call at Steve at Beat Media Production Studio at uh, 910-491-6495. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stand along with us here on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the third Tuesday of the month, and we have a special treat for you every third Tuesday of the month. My co-host, Shauna Otis, from the Grayway Church of Christ there in Nashville, Tennessee, she has gathered her a team, and they call themselves the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry. So they will be on the broadcast for the next hour. This is an hour of power. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. My name is Bryant Malone, and you're listening to the Mid-Tennessee Singles Hour Power on the What a Word from the Lord radio show. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and my brothers and sisters in Christ. I bring you greetings from the state of Tennessee. My name is Shauna Otis. I am one of the co-hosts for the CVB Media Productions on What a Word from the Lord radio show and currently serves, currently serves as the president for the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry. We thank each of you for tuning in tonight to the Mid-Tennessee Singles of Our Single Mid-Tennessee Singles Hour Power. I am here tonight with the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry Committee. Our committee consists of 23 members across various states. Our mission is to empower singles to become fully devoted to followers of Christ, to encourage one another to live an abundant life, and to equip singles to demonstrate God's love by reaching the law, teaching, and preaching God's word. If in following the show, you would like to make a donation to our ministry and or have questions or concerns, please send us an email at mdtnsingles at gmail.com. We ask you that when you make your comments or, or, and or ask your questions this evening, that you be mindful of others and limit your comments to ensure everyone that wants to make a comment can make a comment. Please remember to place your phones back on mute to eliminate all background noises, as all the microphones will be live. Our moderators for tonight's show are Patrick Newman, and he attends the Highway 231 Church of Christ in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where Brother Anthony Walker serves as the residing pulpit minister, and William Cotton attends East Third Street Church of Christ in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where he serves as, as the assistant minister, Brother John Taylor. Our theme topic tonight is on peace. How many of you know people that try to steal your peace? Our scripture reference tonight is Philippians 4, 6. However, by the time this lesson is completed, William and Patrick would have given you so many ways to seek peace. Philippians 4 shows us how to have peace. God is the peace of your soul. Patrick and William, let's hear your thoughts on tonight's topic. What is the peace that surpasses all understanding? Okay. Thank you, Shauna. Uh, this is Patrick uh, down here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I thank you all for, for listening. And thank you, Shauna. Shauna, I do want to thank you for uh, a great job you did with the uh, retreat this weekend. And uh, and all of those who I met at that, I want to thank them for uh, me being the, I mean, the new kid on the block, but making me feel, you know, part of the group. So I, I appreciate that and thank you. Uh, for that. Uh, so as I get into a lesson, I, I, when I first looked at this, I, uh, I called William and was like, 
this peace deal is covers a lot of peace. So, you know, we got inner peace. We got our selfish peace. We got all kind of peace that we're trying to get in our body. So, so, so what I wanted, what was confusing to me and what I want help from, from everybody uh, before we really get into the, the, the piece of, of the topic is uh, what does what does peace mean to you all? You know, to have peace. Uh, you know, is it you know personal? Is it personal? Is it biblical? What 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 creates peace? What is peace to you all? Um. Mm-hmm. This is brother. This is brother Cotton. Um. You know. That's a wonderful question. You know, peace um, to me is that uh, quiet tranquility from within. Um, When everything around me is going haywire and everything is going crazy, um, I can always find um, some peace from within. Um, And and we know that God's word lets us know a lot about peace. It talks a lot about, you know, how we can get peace, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the podcast. But um, peace for me, man, is just when I'm when I'm going through something, I just know that God got me. He, I just know that His Holy Spirit is still leading me. He's still guiding me, no matter what I am actually dealing with. Even when people, um, which I love this part, people don't really understand when a lot of thing, bad things are going on in my life and they see me going through something, they don't understand how I'm able to maintain, how I'm able to not have to cry, how I'm able to not go crazy and lose my mind is because the peace that surpasses all understanding is the peace that only God can give. But most importantly, it's the peace that only God can take away if he so chooses. So um, just wanted to um, just really say that because for me, um, it's just all about allowing God to direct my path and to allow me to um, experience him in a special way. Um, So with peace, man, it is one of those powerful things that even though peace most of the time is not spoken. Um, peace is in, internal. It's something that you internalize. Um, and it's something that you experience literally one-on-one uh, with God. Thank you. Anybody else? I know in John 14 and 26, was it somebody? Okay. Yeah, John 14 and 27, it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, not as the world giveth. Give it, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. One thing when I when I was think when I think about peace at first, you know I'm thinking what the opposite, you know, peace, and then you know war. Uh, as I was doing some studying and, and some other commentating, it mentioned about that really peace. Biblically and in our hearts is more the opposite of peace would be conflict uh, to where we're dealing with some type of conflict that's either from somebody else, from something we believe different, uh, you know, political or whatever. Uh, they said that the, the biggest enemy of peace is, is worry. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but if you're worried about something, uh, it's not allowing you to receive the peace that, that God may be giving you for that. So, so that's that's an issue that we have that was kind of surprising to me. Uh, that you know, and, and putting it in that perspective, you know, peace. Uh, is conflict and like I said, the biggest enemy of peace uh, is fear. As, as, as one as one commentator mentioned, uh, if we're if we're fear of something, uh, we can't be we can't be at peace with. It. If we're if we're uh, whatever we're trying to do from a job from a uh, church from from whatever our family or whatever, if we're uh, afraid of something. Uh, if we're in fear of something, uh, we're really not. We're really not uh, trusting God. We're not trusting ourselves. We're not having that full faith that that, that we should have. With that, any any comments in regards to that? 
Um, Brother Patrick? Mm-hmm. Hi, yes. this is Kelly. Hi. Hello. Um, Hello. One thing that I thought about um, when you were talking about John fourteen twenty seven, 27, um, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that one of the main things is uh, that conflicts with our peace is worrying. And what came to mind was God's peace gives us rest. Um, and when I talk about, when I mention rest, I'm thinking he gives our minds rest um, from a lot of the worrying, a lot of the fear, um, and things that just would try to disturb that peace. Um, and I thought about how sometimes, or a lot of times in the world, uh, the world tries to find peace. Uh, when you're without God, you're trying to find peace, and you use people will use temporary fixes. Uh, but once that temporary fix is over, um, their minds are worrying again, and they're in despair again, and and, and they have no comfort. So I was uh, that's all I wanted to say is God's peace gives us gives us rest in our minds. Absolutely, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, referring to in John there, especially when it says not as the world giveth, because the world's if, if they give up, it's, that's temporary. That that's you know that's a bandaid over a broken arm or a gunshot wound. You know uh, that he might get may be distorted just to get us off track. Uh, but what God gives us is the ultimate peace, is the ultimate relief, uh, and, and He would take care of us, take care of us through, through all of that. On that. Thank you for your for your comments, Kelly. On in there. So so when I uh, was was going through, and we're going to get into the lesson here, more detail here in a minute. But I I, I wanted to for us to have an understanding of what we're looking for. We're looking for this peace that uh, <coughs> that we can stay that's going to be with us forever. You know. That, uh, that's going, you know, be with us for the for the good times and for the bad times and the worst times and the times worse than that. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I know we got our friends and you know we got our family and uh, we got different things that we can uh, we think that's going to be there for us. But I don't know if you if you're as old as I am, you realize they're not always there. Uh, and the only one that we can really trust with and be with is uh, with, with God on that to say. Hey, Patrick. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that I wanted to um, say before we um, wrap this segment up in a little bit is that, you know, in Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. And you mentioned uh, fear um, being the enemy of peace. And, and the thing is, is that um, a lot of people, let me, let me, let me, let me say that again. Uh, let me switch my words up. A lot of Christians um, have a lot of fear, um, but we really don't have to have any fear. Um, in this life, I know we're going to be fearful of some things. Some things are going to make us, cause us to be fearful even at the moment. But we don't have to be fearful because God didn't give us that. Um, he gave us love. He gave us a sound mind. He gave us his uh, power, his power being the Holy Spirit to lead us, to calm us, to guide us. And so we just need to rely on um, the Holy Spirit of God to be able to do what God says that the Holy Spirit would do. Um, but so oftentimes we give in um, to the wiles of the devil, to the tricks of the devil, and we're not trusting God. Um, so therefore our peace is disrupted. But in this world, we always have to remember as well, our peace is going to be disrupted because we live in a simple world. We just have to trust God to help us to maintain, uh, and in some cases, in a lot of cases, regain the peace that God has already given. Amen. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Amen there. Uh, it was strong. Hebrew 12 and 14 says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. 
So, so we need to have our hearts right. We need to be peaceful. Uh, slow to anger, as it says in Proverbs 16. Uh, when it says, I was going to ask two other questions here. Uh, when it says we are peacemakers, uh, are, are, are we breaking up fights? Is that what we're supposed to be doing? Or what is what, what does that actually mean as being peacemakers? Well, Patrick, um, as it relates to um, being peacemakers, <laughs> um, we are, um, yeah, yeah, you know, breaking up fights. I mean, that's, I guess, the common thing that we think about. But also, we have to understand that even amongst brothers and sisters in Christ, um, there's a lot of strife. There's a lot of envy. Um, there's a lot of jealousy that goes on. Um, and we need to be peacemakers sometimes, even in the church house, um, even amongst our brothers and sisters in Christ. So sometimes we need to be peacemakers from, on a, from a physical standpoint, but more times than not, we need to be a peacemaker from the intangible, um, you know, standpoint, from the standpoint of we can't, we can't uh, feel jealousy, we can't feel envy, uh, but we can certainly see it, and we can see how somebody is acting and reacting um, and so we need to definitely make sure that we try to uh, maintain that peace between uh, brothers and sisters in Christ because the word peace, part of it means harmony. And one thing about God, God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus are all in harmony, one with another. So we need to as well be the same as Christians. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um you said something. I think Kelly said something, too, I was trying to, to remember. Uh, I guess it will come to me in just a minute. But I know last time we talked about joy, uh, can you have joy without peace or peace without joy? I feel like we need, we definitely have to have peace. We definitely, because if we're worrying and if, we're you know we're in conflict and only that I, I just can't see how we can be be happy you know without that. Uh, if I'm wrong, somebody uh, you know correct me. But I think definitely the peace is is essential for for our, for our well-being and uh, our livelihood and and, and to, to make God happy. If nothing else. Yeah. I this agree with Shana. that, Brother Patrick. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go I ahead, agree go with ahead, that, Kelly. Brother. Okay. Um, I do agree with that, Brother Patrick, because I think if um, my mind is, is chaotic and i got a lot going on up there, then there's no way that in my, in my thoughts that I can be joyful. Um, because, I, you know, I may be, uh, like we've mentioned already, I may be worried about something. I may be uh, fearful about something or I or may be thinking about work and, and just got all kind of junk going on. And so just in my opinion, if uh, the, the two can't, uh, they can't coexist if uh, there is no peace. Uh, in our minds, so we wouldn't be able to have joy if we don't have peace, peace of mind. Good deal. It was so. Thank you. Anybody, was somebody else have a comment? Yeah, this is Shauna, and I agree um, with you, Patrick. I don't really know how you can have peace um, and not have joy at one time. So I would think that it works coincide that you will have to have it. You will have to have them both because it's going to be kind of hard. To um, have peace, and you, you and you upset, <laughs> so or it's going to be pretty hard for you to have joy if you um, just have a lot of you know static or just hectic or or that you're in hectic situations or what have you. So um, I think it would have to work hand in hand. I definitely agree with that. You, can, I just don't think you can have. I don't think you can. I think you would have to have both. You will have to have peace and joy. 
Um, but definitely, if you don't, you just have to definitely just stay prayed up about it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, and one quick question I want to ask. Tony, you know how much time I got? Uh, we need to what? go into a break. Right now? Okay. I, was, I had a big question on that. The one, we might carry it over. I was just wondering how you make peace with your enemies. But we'll... We'll make continue that on. We'll take a break. Thanks. Appreciate y'all's comments. It ain't easy. No. Sometimes it gets hard down here, Lord. Sometimes it gets rough. So rough, so rough. Sometimes it gets tough for me. Has anybody been lonely all by yourself? Has anybody been sad, broken hearted and sad? Have you even been
And you are listening in to the Mid-TN Singles Hour of Power. Peace and love, everyone. Amen, amen, and amen again. Um, I am Brother William Cotton from Chattanooga, Tennessee, East 3rd Street Church of Christ. And I just want to say, listen, God has been good to me. Amen. I'm excited to be on the podcast tonight, as always. Um, Brother Patrick did a wonderful job. Uh, in the first segment, so we're going to jump right into the second segment. Um, Patrick left off with a question um, that I want to start off with, and then I have a question right behind it. But for our audience members, let me just say this. Please, 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 don't be shy. Come off of mute. You can ask questions. You can make comments. Uh, Amen, amen. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if if you got a lot of turmoil going on in your life right now. I don't know if if Rona done came to your house. Amen, somebody. And I know you're on mute. But if Rona done came to your house or to your family, just know that God is more than able. Or if you're just dealing with some other things in your life, this is the time that you can come and get some things off your chest because we're talking about peace tonight, the peace that surpasses all understanding. But the question that Brother Patrick asked was, uh, how do you make peace? with your enemies? How do you make peace with your enemies? And I'm going to open up the floor. I expect two or three people to at least come off off their mute button and unmute and and tell us how do you make peace with your enemies or how have you made peace with your enemies in the past? Amen. Is somebody coming off mute? Well, let me say this. Um, I... Um, I've had several enemies in my life. I have enemies now, but I could care less uh, because I know God is going to take care of me. Uh, He'll make my enemies my footstool if I just be patient. Um, Making peace with your enemies, though, this is what you have to understand. There are just a few key elements that are involved in making your enemies, um, for being at peace with your enemy. Um, So when you have an enemy, what you have to understand is um, it's not about you. It's about God. It's all about God. Whatever God is doing in your life, it's about God. That's why he has to get the glory and the praise and the honor for everything that is going on in your life. I'm talking about the bad stuff. God still got to get some praise and some glory and some honor out of you uh, because he's worthy of that. Psalms 113 and verse number three, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. But then also you have to understand um, not only is it not about you, uh, but you have to make sure that you're doing what God told you to do. You have to be obedient to the will of God. The Bible tells us that if our enemy is hungry, we need to feed them. If, they need, if, they, if they're thirsty, we need to give them something to drink. You say, well, wait a minute. This low-down son of a gun did this to me, did that to me, and I just don't like it, and, and I ain't got nothing for them. As a matter of fact, if they died today, I wouldn't feel anything for them. Well, now, that's how the world thinks. So when Jesus came along, he changed the way that we think as Christians. He came to change our sinful nature and make it a holy nature. And so with that nature, with that new life that we have upon us, we have to think like the Lord. Think about this. Jesus could have called down a legion of angels. That's four to 6,000 angels when he was on that cross. And he could have killed everybody. But the Bible says that he was obedient even to the death of the cross because he had to be obedient to the will of God. So for me, I just follow the scriptures and let God work out everything that needs to be worked out in my life, and I learn as I go. I learn as I go because sometimes we're going to make mistakes. Sometimes we're not going to get it right the first time or the tenth time. But God continues to give us grace 
on top of mercy, on top of mercy, on top of grace, so that we'll have time to get it right. So that's how I deal with it uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, making peace with my enemies. But um, what would you say? Any comments for our audience? Any comments from our You know audience? what? This is, this is Brother Triplett. How y'all doing today? All right. Doing good, Brother uh, Triplett. Good, good. You know, it's funny that y'all asked that question because I was just talking about this the other day about making peace with your enemies. And I, I want to take it from this angle. As a child of God, as a Christian, you're always going to have enemies. you always going to mm-hmm. have enemies. If somebody, say that, if somebody say they don't have no enemies, then I'm going to ask you, uh, 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 how are you walking? Because if you're mm-hmm. walking spiritually, if you're walking with God, you're going to have enemies. You're going to have enemies knowing, and you're going to have enemies unknowing. For the simple fact, when we are standing on the principles of God, when we have the spiritual value system that God has put in place, you're going to have enemies. Why? Because uh, the world is at enmity with God. It, the world is it, it's, it's hostility with God. And so even Jesus said that, 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 that uh, the world... Uh, that, you know, that the, that the folks in the world uh, that hated Jesus, they were his enemies. They were the enemies of the cross of Christ. So my thing about it is when you are standing on the principles of God, you always going to have enemies. Why? Because we're not, we, don't, we, don't, we don't accept the world's value systems. We don't accept the world's principles and what they believe in, like same-sex marriage, and the list goes on. We don't accept that stuff because of what we are. We are Christians, and we're going to always have enemies when we stand for the word of God. So the, the make peace is to always just stand on God's word. Now, if they, if they uh, 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 find it in their heart to, to, to have peace with you, then that's good. But uh, you're going to find in this world that you're never going to have peace with your enemies if you're standing on the values of God. They're going to always hate you. They're always going to say things about you. They're always going to surprise you. But if you stand on the word of God, there can be a peace that surpasses all understanding. You can have peace with your enemy. Now, if they have peace with you and how they respond, well, then that's a whole different story. But then you can have peace with your enemy. You can have peace within yourself because you know you're standing on the word of God. Now, if you've got an enemy that you know of, even with that, all you can do is, you know, uh, all you can do is just, uh, uh, you know, do things God's way. All you can do is do things God's way. Now, if they forgive you, if they want to make peace with you, then that's what that's their uh, they're going to have to deal with that. They, that's something that they're going to have to deal with. That's something that they're going to have to, uh, 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 you know, do. But you can't make nobody have peace with you. You can't control nobody. But all you can do is just stand on God's word. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Are there any other hey, comments before I get hey, to my next Todd, question? Are there any other comments? This is yeah. Patrick. Um, what reason I was bringing that up because I was, it was uh, over in the, I was looking at Colossians and, it was saying uh, 3 and 13, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. You know, so so if if you if you wanted Christ to be like you, uh, instead of us being like Christ, you know, not, probably none of us be forgiven. You know, we always be. You know, we'd be all hell bound and you know, from that. But also too, uh, in dealing with you know, I hadn't I don't know of too many enemies, uh over time. I probably got more than I realized, but in dealing with well a lot of them and what I have realized in that that not only is the enemy looking at me and watching me, everybody else is looking and watching me to see how I'm handling my enemy, you know. Uh, you know, right. and, and surprisingly, I, I get, you know, comments like, I mean, you okay with that? You know, you okay with him being here? You okay with that? I'm, I'm fine with that, you know. Uh, you know, and, and so, uh, so I feel like I'm, I'm drawing folks to God 
if I'm if I'm acting godlike, that if that makes any sense to anybody, because I'm not upset, I'm not, you know, I'm not cutting tires, and I'm not fighting, and I'm not cussing folks out and, and whatnot. I'm I'm going by my own business. Yeah, he did what he did, she did what she did, you know. But life goes on, you know. Uh, but but I think right. when you look at people, uh, they're looking at you, you know, and, and you may not know it. I know some folks mentioned some things that happened 12 years ago, and I was like, I didn't know you knew about that. But, you know, I was commended for it. So so we all have to make sure we're representing God even with our enemies. Amen. And I appreciate those comments. Um, we we our time is running short, and we got a, obviously a lot to say. Uh, but let me let me move on very quickly in this particular segment because we got about five more minutes. Um, I have a question, and the question that I wanted to address is this: um, I want to say or I ask, how do we get peace? How, how do we actually get peace? And I want to submit something to you just very quickly, if I can. Let me run through this. I'm going to talk fast. I want you to listen fast. Amen. Uh, The word peace in Hebrew uh, is shalom, and it means to be calm or to have tranquility. And then also, in keeping with the same question, how do we get peace? Well, a lot of times we talk about peace, and I know people in the world talk about peace, but what we have to remember is we have to make sure that we stick with Scripture. We know that over in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38, Peter told those um, people back then that were from all different nations and nationalities and backgrounds, he said, repent and be baptized for the remission of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's how you become a Christian, and that's how you get the peace of God, because that Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of you is what causes you to have that peace that Brother Triplett was talking about as far as dealing with your enemies and where Brother Patrick was just talking about how people commended him for the way that he handled some adverse situations. And I got a lot more, but for the sake of time, I want to open it up because I want to hear uh, from the audience, how do you personally get peace? Because like I said, you got to first of all be a Christian. The world can't have peace. They don't have peace. Listen, I'm a Christian, and I deal with a lot. And I depend on God to help me through. There are days that I can't even carry myself. I said, Lord, I just need your strength. Matter of fact, let me exchange my strength for yours so I can make it just through this day. So if I'm doing that and I know that I'm a Christian, how is the world making it? If they don't have God, how are they making it? So I'm just wondering. So how is it that you actually get peace in your personal lives? The floor is open. Hey, Brother Williams. Oh, okay. Hi, this 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 is Kelly. Do you uh, can you hear me? Okay. I can't hold on, Sister Kelly. Oh. Hey, if if you all would please mute your phones. Please mute your phones if you're not speaking. Go ahead, Sister Kelly. Okay. Uh, one scripture that uh, comes on my mind, and it's almost every morning um, when I'm on my way to work, is Isaiah 26 and three, and he mm-hmm. said, "Thou will keep him in perfect peace." whose mind is stayed on thee. And I thought about that um, when I saw what you guys' lesson was on tonight, and I was like, perfect peace. And, and that, that's saying a lot, a, a lot. That's a pure peace, a complete peace. And so as I'm going to work to keep my mind um, calm and to keep my mind complete without worry, I... That scripture comes on my mind, Isaiah 26 and 3. Wow. That is amazing, Kelly. Um, yes, that is an awesome, awesome scripture. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Because we will be wrapping this segment up in about two minutes. Anybody else? This is Yolanda. This is Yolanda. I'm at work. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to say real fast that um, one way that, because, um, you know, every day we have something thrown our way. So one thing that brings me peace, um, I look at different scriptures in the Bible. Um, you know, I go to the Bible for some um, sources of peace. Um, I pray. That's the main thing that I do. And I not only pray for myself, but I also pray for the one who's against me. So that's one um, source of peace. 
you know, way that I go through, you know, to have peace mm-hmm. in any situation that I have to go through. That's a good comment, uh, Sister Yolanda. Uh, let me end this segment uh, by, by saying this. I got a whole lot of information here that I really wanted to get out, but I'm not going to have enough time. So let me just say this. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 1, uh, verses 1 and 2, it says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Two things I want to uh, make sure I put out there. Number one, when we pray as Christians, make sure you understand Please make sure you understand that your prayer has to go through Jesus Christ before it gets to God. Amen. That's number one. Number two, if your mind is set on earthly things, that means you are carnal-minded. You're just thinking about the temporary things of this life. The temporary things are just that. They're temporary. They're going to be burned up one day. So you don't need to be focused on that. Enjoy what you have. Enjoy your cars. Enjoy your houses. Enjoy your clothes. Enjoy the trips that you take, the cruises and the family time and all this other stuff. Enjoy all of those things, but just make sure that God is first in all that you do. Because understand that there is one that is going to be coming back to judge each and every one of us um, at some point. So let's just make sure um, that we keep our minds set on the one that is sitting at the right hand of God. Because you know what? Even while he was going through, he was actually uh, made at peace through the Holy Spirit of God while he was dying on that, on that old rugged cross. This is the end of our segment. You guys have been wonderful. You guys have been great. If you have any comments or questions, even going into the third segment, we will take them then. One time we will go to a break, and we will be back shortly. Eradicate from your mind All right, true worshipers. Worship. Time to forget about all the trouble the devil's brought in our life. Give it over to God. Yeah. I want you to know right now at this time. We gotta give it praise. Let everybody worship. Oh, come on, sing. It's worthy. Everything, Troubles come, just hold on about some changes. You might have brought some trials. You might have brought some tribulations here this morning. You might be a little weary, but I came to tell you.
um, because we know that uh, when you're talking about peace, everybody looking for some peace, especially in the world we live in today. Everybody looking for some peace. Um, real quickly, uh, the last topic or question I want to bring up in this segment, um, and Brother Patrick will um, actually uh, take over halfway through, um, is how do we maintain peace? We've already talked about what is peace. We've already talked about how do we get peace. Now let's talk about how we maintain it. Once you know what it is, then once you know how to get it, then you got to know how to maintain it. And maintaining it is normally the hardest part because the devil throws so many things, different things at us. Jesus was talking to an unrepentant crowd in Matthew chapter 11. And he said this, verses 28 through 30. Come unto me, all you who labor on the heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, here's the thing. If you want to maintain your peace, you got to give everything over to Jesus the Christ, the one that died for you and that died for me. It, if he's going to be Lord, and the word Lord means to rule over, if we're going to allow him to rule over our lives, we got to trust that he can definitely uh, do what we cannot do. We have to make sure that uh, we allow him to be able to work in our lives in a very, very special way. So part of maintaining our peace is, or really all of maintaining our peace is, giving it over to God, knowing that God is going to do something good with it. The problem is we hold on to grudges. Amen. Amen, somebody. I know y'all on mute. You can go on, smile, and shake your head and say amen. Throw your hands in the air. Amen. Just like you're in the worship service. You know you hold on to grudges. You know you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You know that you're mad at this person for something they did to you five, ten years ago. Let it go. Let me tell you something. And I'm going to turn this over to Brother Patrick. Um, your peace is so important to the point where you don't have time to not be forgiving to someone who did you wrong. Because, number one, you're trying to get every blessing that's coming your way that God got for you. And you can't get every blessing that's coming your way if you're too busy being unforgiving and not having peace in your life. That's number one. Number two, understand no human being has a heaven or hell to put you in. That's God's job. You just do your part as a Christian and everything will be all right. Brother Patrick, what say ye on this topic? Well, I say thou, brother, good job. But uh, what we are, uh, yeah, great job. But to to maintain it, um, as you if you have said, uh, we just can't give it all to God. You know, whatever happens, uh, whatever, as long as we doing the will of God, and we need to accept the the spirit of God. He's He's going to give us the peace as long as we're looking to Him first. Uh, you know, it's it's not about us getting vengeance. You know, that's that's up to the Lord. You know, vengeance is His, say the Lord. Uh, all of those things is what we really have, have to understand. Whatever happens, happens. Good, bad, or indifferent. But we have to understand that that's God's will. You know, and I don't I don't like that I'm sick. You know, I don't like that I'm bald. I don't like. That, that she's going out with somebody that, you know, uh, that I don't like and or whatever. I don't like whatever, I'm, you know, my job or whatever, but it's God's will where I'm at. And I'm going to do and accept that, and that's where I'm going to get my peace from because if God wants me out of this, I'm going to tell him what I, what I want. You know, I can pray and say, God, I really need to be out of here and I really need to do this. But... Uh, I'm gonna leave it up to him, you know. I, 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 I'm leaving it up to him, and as long as I know that, uh, we'll go. I saw one story. I got one more minute. Let me run this real quick here. Uh, there, there's a uh, to have this, as, as they was calling this supernatural peace that uh, surpasses, you know, understanding uh, that we have this sick patient. And, and uh, they go in. They all of a sudden they 
if they get well, then we always say, hey, that's that's a blessing from God. Uh, but if we got that that pace thing patient, if they don't get better and they're getting weaker and they're dying and they're going through all this turmoil, but the, they said the true meaning is that if, if they go to Romans, if, if if they know they're sick, they know they're dying, and they can go to they can go to Romans eight and twenty and twenty eight, and and can say, and as we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to His word. If you know you're dying, if you're knowing you're in turmoil, you know you're in problem, and you can still say, you know, it's God's will and it's working for the good, then I think we've got, we're maintaining the peace that we need, you know, beyond understanding. Amen. Um, we got five minutes left in this broadcast, um, and, and, and I need somebody to make a comment or ask a question because, uh, at the heart of me, I, I like to preach and teach. Amen. So I can take over these last five minutes, but I would much prefer you chime in and, and give us uh, maybe maybe some final thoughts or, or what you're thinking about how do you maintain your peace. Anybody? Is there anybody? Hello, William and Pastor. This is Tim. Hey, there. Can you hear me? You got you. Yes, sir. Yes, I just wanted to say... Uh, uh, you guys doing a good job uh, with this segment dealing with peace, but if we think about uh, peace, uh, it's a uh, settled contentment that the world cannot give us and the world can't take it away, and it's not based upon the natural but on the spiritual. So no matter what we go through in this life, we have to learn to be content, whether we're on the mountaintop or in the valley. But I believe yeah. that in verse uh, 11 through 13, I think Paul sums it up. When he said, I have, not that I speak in respect of want, but I have learned in whatsoever state I am, there was to be content. I know how both to be a base and I know how to abound. Even where and in all things, I am uh, instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to a base mm-hmm. and to be, to suffer need. And then he said, mm-hmm. I have, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And ultimately it comes uh comes down to uh we have to have, have uh the assurance that our peace is not gonna come from uh money, clothes, jewelry or uh status or our jobs or even a spouse. It's gonna come through Christ and he's the one that's gonna give us the power to maintain that kind of peace. And uh, we have to uh, be content in whatever state we find ourselves in. And no matter what we go through, whether that's the death of a loved one or illness, that we can uh, have assurance and the assurity that uh, I that God is with me. So that's Amen. all I want to say on that. <clears throat> Amen. And um, we will be wrapping this up now because we got about two minutes left. Uh, I just want to say, uh, with some final thoughts, um, first of all, um, with peace, we just have to make sure that we understand what peace is. We have to make sure um, that we actually know how to get the peace that we're needing when we need it. And then we have to make sure that we know how to maintain the peace when we need it. Um, and, and one thing that I wanted to uh, bring out very quickly, um, Philippians, uh, which was uh, our topic chapter uh, and verse, was uh, Philippians 4, 6, says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And then it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So we just want to make sure that you understand that the peace that you actually need, it comes from God. It comes from God. And not only that, always remember this, especially to my Christian folk that are listening. The peace that comes from God, that's a spiritual gift. Only those that are in Christ can get that. When everything is going crazy and haywire, God is still working it out on your behalf, Romans eight twenty eight. 
May God continue to bless you all. May he continue to keep you. Um, we just want to thank the audience tonight for listening in, for all of your comments. We want to thank Brother Stevie for the time on the air to be able to teach God's word and to be able to encourage some hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. We pray that it was a blessing to you on tonight. We love you and we appreciate you. And so to the next appointed time, may God continue to be with you and may you continue to give him glory. Amen. Listening to the Mid Tennessee Singles Hour Pod. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. my Lord is ever, he's ever a thing to me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. my Lord is everything you ever want to be. Well, he's a sunshine on a cloudy day, and he's a flower that blooms. Whoa, my Lord is everything to me. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, my Lord is ever, he's everything to me, oh Jesus, Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, my Lord is everything, you ever want me, he's a sunshine on a cloudy day, and he's a flower that blooms, and whoa, my Lord is everything to me. I know that some say he's a rose of shell. Others say maybe little lamb. I know the lily of the valley. Of the valley. Jesus, the great I am. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, sweet Jesus. My Lord is everything. He's everything to me. Oh, Jesus. One of a kind, Jesus. My Lord is everything you ever wanted. Well, he's a sunshine on a cloudy day, and he's a flower that blooms. Whoa, my Lord is everything to me. Everything to me. I know that some say he's a rose of Sharon. Others say Mary's little lamb. Jesus, the great I am. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. My Lord is ever, He's ever a thing to me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sweet Jesus. My Lord is everything you ever want. Hey, the sun shine on a cloudy day. The flower to bloom and then the day. Whoa, my Lord is everything. Whoa, my Lord is everything. Whoa, my Lord is everything to me. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, episode 213. Give me a song to sing, like Jesus, when I am there to fail, when my storm. Oh, oh, oh.